Hi, and welcome to another episode of Loli's Cafe. I'm Loli, and today we're going to ta- be talking about Vigilante episodes three and four. Vigilante is streaming on Hulu slash Disney Plus. So in the U.S. where I am, we can watch it on on Hulu, and I think worldwide. Others can watch it on Disney Plus or Hotstar. So it is a very dark drama. I think, you know, this is definitely Nam Juhu's really stepping out of his comfort zone. He's doing a great job. But, you know, we're used to seeing him in, in like 25, 21 or Startup or Weightlifting Fairy Kim Bokju or The Bride of Hobbit. So this is definitely a different role. He's doing a great job. It, it's It's very dark. So if you're... You know, looking for something light, fun. This isn't it. There isn't. This is more of a of a drama that's gonna make you think about society and punishments and things like that. It's not gonna be like you're not gonna be rooting for, you know, one lead to get the girl. It's it's not that kind of drama at all. So you know, in the in these two episodes, we see sort of an aftermath of the vigilante and the reporting that's been going on around him, which is these copycat crimes. So we have Kim So Jin, who's playing Che Miryo, and she is the reporter that's basically trying name the vigilante. And she really she's obsessed with the vigilante, right? She she wants the vigilante to be dependent on her to pick his victims, but obviously because he's in the police academy, she doesn't know this. He has access to databases to see who the actual sort of trash bad guys are. So, but she doesn't know that and she really wants him to be dependent on her to the point where she's almost like an obsessive person. Her character, I have conflicts with her. So, there's certain things I like about her. I like that she's assertive. I like that she is very decisive in what she wants. But I think she's a little bit of a hypocrite, right? When Jun Hyuk's character, Cho Kangok, the Chabol, um, who we later find he's the copycat or one of the copycats and um, the vigilante's number one fine. fine. When he comes to offer her money to kind of fund her, um, she's like, oh no, I'm a reporter and, and I don't want anything to do with outside influence and things like that. But at the same time, you know, she, she she's putting up this show that she's this very righteous person, this very righteous reporter. But then at the same time, we see her inciting murder or picking out murder victims that are potential murder victims for the vigilante and she doesn't even blink an eye. So there's this duality in her that she's okay with choosing people who are going to die. Maybe we'll find later on that she's, you know, a victim of a crime or something like that. I'm not sure. But we see that in her and, and she knows the vigilante very well, right? Like she talks to him through her fourth wall She's talking to Kim Yi-young, that's Nam Ji-hyuk's character, about, you know, probably what he experienced as a child and things like that. So so she really spoke to him to try to connect, but he still doesn't actually need her. So her righteousness, you know, with the whole reporting thing, I thought was a little bit misplaced, especially after you've picked out murder victims. I, I don't know that you have the right to be righteous, but... But she's definitely feels, you know, in that sense, she she definitely wants to be number one in the scoop. She's very competitive. So 
she's an interesting character in that she brings this sort of like, oh, I'm just doing my job. I don't need to think about the consequences or if there are consequences, this is just my job. So she has that kind of mentality and, and we see that in her. We, you know, Nam, Kim Ji-yong, uh, Nam Ji-hyuk's character, we also see some conflicts there with his fan, right? So we have the Chibol who we find out. And I actually, I, I personally thought at first that the guy that was the copycat vigilante and that the guy that he actually fought with, I actually thought it was Son Wook, his police academy friend, because they're similar height and he's very well built. And throughout the beginning of episode three, I thought that he knew that Kim Ji Jong was the vigilante and he was agreeing with him and things like that. And then, you know, when they're on the bus, he's like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to go out and that's when they were both going to go to the hospital but but it turns out that it's this other Chibol character who is played by Lee Jun Hyuk and that character's name is Cho Kang Ok. So we're seeing you know this number one fan who who the vigilante actually fights he's able to get you know he's repelling down buildings he's pretty uh right? he's pretty cool i have to say and we see the vigilante go after him now chokang ok definitely has a different sense of justice than kim ji Jong. so chokang ok doesn't see any problem with killing guys and we see the difference with with the last guy that that they dealt with who had killed the harmony that was that Nam Ju Hyuk's character Kim Ji Young always helped and always gave him the candy. So so the guy killed her with her with his car total overboard. I mean just I I don't even understand this, right? And then in that scene we also see the the flaws with the Korean law system where, you know, a guy tried to step in to help her the, the guy that was driving the car tried to assault him. He defended himself. But then because the guy got hurt, he's like, oh, I'm going to sue you. And they arrest him. They arrest the guy that that was actually trying to help the harmony. So we see we see that flaw in the system. And we're also outraged, I think, because especially because Halme was killed and this guy's just kind of chilling at the hospital. So Nam Juhyuk's character tries to get him to... You know, he goes threaten his brother. Then he goes to the hospital to threaten him to make sure that he's going to agree to the maximum punishment. And, and he's telling him to request that. And he's like, yeah, ask your young about this, right? Because he, he knew he had already threatened him. But instead, Cho Kang Ok comes and, you know, he's all masked up. We actually don't know that it's him at this point. He comes and he just basically throws him down the window and then he repels down and, and he tries to escape. Now, I was really angry with Kim Ji Jong's character when he left Cho Kang Ok character dangling from the building. And not because he left him dangling from the building, because he didn't unmask him, right? This guy obviously knows Kim Ji Jong's name. He knows a lot about him. We find out that he's the one who has been turning off all the CCTVs so you're just kind of and you know Kim Ji Jong doesn't wear a mask which we're all wondering like dude at least put the little 
face mask, you know, to the COVID face mask or whatever, but, but he doesn't. So we all wonder like, how hasn't he been, he been caught? And we find out that it's thanks to Cho Kang-ho, who's kind of like fan girling, fan boying over the vigilante. And, and he actually wanted to reveal to him who he was, but Kim Ji-jong just is like, no, I don't care who you are. I don't want to know, which I thought was dumb. I'm like, this guy knows so much about you. Shouldn't you know a little bit about him? So I thought that was dumb and it actually made me mad. I, I had a lot of respect for him when I thought he was erasing all the CCTVs and stuff. But it turns out it's this other guy. So I'm like, okay, maybe you're not as smart as I thought you were. And all the credit goes to Cho kang who's maybe like Bruce Wayne, right? He's rich. He's really smart. He's really good at fighting. And he definitely crosses the line, right? Like he's willing to kill women. He's willing to kill minors. So he's definitely has a different set of rules for the punishments and who deserves to die and, and who doesn't deserve to die. And, and maybe everybody deserves to die. So so he wants them to work together. And, you know, at the end of episode four, we see that the Yu Jitae character, Jo Hyun, he actually confronts Kim Ji Jong's character, Kim Ji Jong, about basically tell him to stop being the vigilante. Now, this cop, right, I think we also see the duality in him because, first of all, he's like a monster, right? He's got this monstrous strength where he's picking up cars and he's breaking steel doors like nothing, right? So he's. He's got this monstrous strength that we see. But at the same time, he's supposed to be a cop. So should he really be beating up all these guys just because they don't want to talk to him? Not really, right? That's that's not necessarily what the cops are supposed to do. They're supposed to stay within the law. Now, to me, he's breaking the law by beating up these people. But somehow, in his mind, that's okay. Whereas what the vigilante is doing which at first was only beating up people. Of course, he escalated to murder. But at first he was beating up people. You know, how is that different? Just because you're using it as a as an ends to the law and the vigilant is using it as an ends to maybe what's perceived as a personal vendetta. But it's, it's ultimately because the law failed that the vigilant is doing it. So I think it's an it's a very interesting contrast, you know, that the guy that is trying to catch the vigilante is usually breaking the law with violence. So that's that's pretty interesting. And I think that's supposed to make us think and, and wonder like, okay, who's actually right? Who's who's wrong? To see what we feel about that as, as a person, as a society. I think a lot of times we blindly root for people, you know, just because they're the main character. But, but I think this show really makes you question what your values are and and what you think and and of course it depends on different situations right sometimes you're like oh this guy needs to die this guy has to go so so that's that's basically what we're seeing in in these two episodes so i i actually have never read the webtoon so i know there's maybe like you know a hundred and something episodes of the webtoon but i think i read somewhere that these these episodes are covering up to like half of the webtoon already which which we are halfway because this is only an eight episode drama and it's not clear whether 
it's going to have a second season. Sometimes, you know, they'll have eight episodes for first season and then eight episodes for second season like The Glory did. But I'm not sure that, that this drama is going to have that. The other thing is that Nam Joo Hyuk is actually doing his military service right now. So he filmed the drama before he went off to military service. So if there is a second drama, we're not a second season. We're not going to see it until he's after he's released from his drama you know, from his military service, sorry. But it's also not clear, you know, in a lot of the Korean dramas, when we have these anti-hero characters, they actually end up dying. So, you know, we'll see if at the end of eight episodes, he's alive or not, um, because of, of the things that he committed and the crimes that he's committed. Same with the Lee Jun Hyo character, Cho kang We'll see if if he's he lives or, or not. The drama is... You know, if you like action, you like it. This these last two episodes there weren't there was a really good, very good fighting scene between Nam Joo Hyuk and Lee Jun Hyuk. That was that was really awesome. If you like sparring and fighting, those that scene was was excellent. And Nam Joo Hyuk definitely bulked up for the role. So did Yu Ji Tae. I actually almost didn't recognize him when I saw him on the first two episodes because he was so huge. I was like, is he the guy from Healer? Is that really him? So he's he's definitely bulked up to have this imposing, just huge guy. He looks like a monster. Like he and that, and that, that is exactly what he's supposed to look like. Next two episodes takes us, you know, and then um to you know, so two more weeks and, and the drama is going to be over. It's just like a really quick one. So I hope you're enjoying it. I know that that I'm enjoying it, even though it's just sometimes it's a little bit dark. You know, you know, there's another bad guy that they're going to want to kill, who is also a rich guy that we saw that, you know, he got away with murdering or raping somebody. And that pig scene, there was a pig scene where pigs come out and, and actually like, murder by being eaten by pig that was there so that that was really dark so the drama drama is definitely dark if you don't like dark dramas you're not going to enjoy it but but it's definitely nice to see Nam Joo in a different kind of role and the drama is going to make 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 us think about just these these very heavy heavy topics so I hope you're liking it I hope you guys like and subscribe and I hope you enjoy the podcast